0: And learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive.
1: Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. I'm your host, Laura West. Through a mix of solo and interview episodes, I want to showcase all the different ways the spirit world helps guide our daily lives, whether it's through intuition, signs, mediumship, channeling, the mystical, or the paranormal, our altruistic spirit guides and other members of our loving soul team are always there, ready, able, and willing to guide us. For those who have been following along on the podcast here, you may remember that I have recorded several episodes regarding anxiety, my anxiety attacks, or panic attacks, or whatever you wanna call it, and the journey that I've been on in addressing those. Well, my dear friend, Stephanie Zito, is certified in hypnosis. And so I decided to reach out to her to see about doing a session in regards to addressing my anxiety. And she so graciously agreed. So I went ahead and recorded it for you here so that you can get an idea of what a session might be like, especially with her. And for those who may have something similar that they're going through and maybe are wondering what another modality may be for them to try, then this episode is for you. Now, remember, I cannot offer medical advice in the form of this podcast. So please do seek professional therapy as needed to assist you with your mental and emotional concerns. I myself do see a therapist as well. So I am addressing my anxiety that way. In addition to trying these different modalities to see what else is available for me to try. And as Stephanie explains towards the end of the episode, she does share that you as the listener are more than welcome to use my session for yourself, similar to how you would do a guided meditation. But do know that the information within it was gathered from what she and I talk about that you will hear at the beginning of the episode or the first half of the episode. So if you are looking for a more personalized session, then I would strongly urge you to reach out to Stephanie Zito or to any other hypnotist that I may have had on this show as I feel that they all work in integrity, and all work with the highest and best good in mind. So with that said, I hope that sharing this session with you that I had with Stephanie will either be enlightening, entertaining, informational, educational, and just whatever it's meant to be for you, that that's what it is.
2: So what we're going to do is start with what it is you really want to receive from the hypnosis and get into some detail about how will life look different through the process and after the hypnosis, Mm -hmm. because this is our first session together. I will just go through some things about hypnosis, what hypnosis is and isn't. It's a nice baseline for both of us. And then we'll dive right into the actual hypnosis
1: itself. Sounds good. Yeah. So what are you here for?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What would you like to receive? What would you like to have shift through the process?
1: Yes. So I want to say it's probably been a good two years now that I've been experiencing intermittent anxiety attacks or panic attacks that really are not prompted by anything that I'm aware of. In fact, a lot of the times I'm doing rather mundane things like walking my dog, watching my kids ice skate, literally just moments where my mind is not busy. I guess that's the only thing I've noticed is that when my mind is and my hands are not busy, then I get into that space, that prompts those physical sensations of potential panic or anxiety attacks. And I'm in between both because I don't know which it would be. I am seeing a therapist. I am addressing it that way and getting good validation from her that I'm doing a lot of the right things, but I am still getting them. And so I just really want to have more control of me Because Mm -hmm. when they happen, I feel very out of control because they're prompted by nothing and I don't want to have them. It's not like I want them. So I am just in the space of looking for different modalities that can help in addition to what I'm already doing. And I've heard that hypnosis can work for so many things and help with different habits or whatever. You're so good about posting the effects that it has for other people. So mm-hmm. it's like, gosh, you know, I would love to give this a try and just really dig deep because I don't feel in control of it. I feel like it's Deep in me Mm -hmm. somewhere. And I feel Mm -hmm. that hypnosis is a great way to help figure out its root and hopefully help heal it or whatever hypnosis is meant to do with it so that Mm -hmm. I can function and not wake up every day worrying. If I'm going to have an attack,
2: right? Cause there's this loop of the worry of having the attack and then the worry of being in the attack, right? Yeah, I understand. And I'd say like quite a few people who are coming to me, there is an element of anxiety, of panic attack as part of it. And Mm -hmm. that we are in exactly what you said. Literally, I just worked with someone exactly with what you're talking about in that when the mind is not doing anything, when the mind is not busy. So allowing that to be a safe space, the space Mm -hmm. of no mind, not being filled by something can be a safe space. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I feel really confident about hypnosis being able to help you with, this. Thank you. Um, And so what we're going to do is we're going to focus in on one area. And I will say that I would imagine you're going to receive some relief and see the shift, see the difference in this one area. Sometimes, of course, whatever we're dealing with can be multifaceted. So sometimes people do enjoy more than one session so that once we have this one area down, we can dive into another area that's attached to it. So I will say that because I like to look at it as like we have a puzzle and we're doing a full puzzle, right? So we're not just doing like a bunch of scattered puzzle pieces. We're getting the whole puzzle. So when you talk about it being two years ago, do you feel like it just came on or do you feel like there was
1: an incident that was connected to it coming on? So around two years ago, I would say we were pretty deep into the pandemic. So there was that. There was the worry of getting sick, the worry of if you do get sick, are you going to be one of the ones that dies from it? The uncertainty of what work was going to look like, even though I'm a nurse and nurses were very much needed at that time, there were still a lot of uncertainties in the air, making sure my family was going to be safe. It was also around the time that my dog of like 14 years passed away. And I started a new job. So there were a lot of emotions and things that happened prior to me getting my first attack. And at the time I didn't know what it was, but then as it started happening and I researched it and speaking with my therapist, that's about when that started happening.
2: Yeah. You know, I remember just to relate for me, like going into Target was the place where I would lose it because Target was my safe place Yeah, (laughs) and going in there and seeing there wasn't stuff I didn't even want to buy, but there wasn't like soup. I was like, I don't even want soup or there wasn't flour. I didn't even want flour, but the fact it wasn't on the shelf, I just wanted to burst into tears. I just remember that feeling of not being in control. Yeah, And what's interesting. And I feel like sometimes things are showing up for us, not against us, but for us is What I heard you say was you want to have control over the panic attacks. Mm -hmm. And the very thing that the panic attacks were showing up around was control. Mm -hmm. The panic attacks were showing up as if to solve the issue of wanting to control all this stuff, which who didn't? Mm -hmm. The uncertainty of the job, the uncertainty of. And there's a certain level of the prefrontal cortex is where we are rational And the beauty of therapy is we are working with the rational space. And so we can rationally know I am safe in this moment. And the subconscious is the place that has stored this stuff that wants to help us, then that's where hypnosis goes to. That's where it can be so helpful multifaceted to have therapy and to have hypnosis. What I'm sensing is the theme of control in and of itself, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because clearly, rationally, we know, I think I have control about what's going to happen at 5 p.m. today. And life shows me typically that what I think will happen is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And yet, what I really know is that I'm on this big ball floating through space (laughs) and don't have control. I live with a general sense of kind of control over my life. And also with a great acknowledgement of the, it's okay. I'm not meant to be in control of all things, right? Yeah. Like my breath works for me. I am not in control of my breath. I am not in control of my heartbeat. My heartbeat is working for me. So I'd be curious to dive into this hypnosis through that space or through that angle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever you think. Yeah. It's also what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, um, it sounds good. Okay, so in the space of no thing when it wants to show up. And I would imagine too, during the pandemic, there was a lot of no thing going on. It was like the no thing, but underneath it was everything Mm -hmm. and the background was everything. And so Mm -hmm. this buildup of perhaps looking at the panic attack, almost envisioning it, if it were to be like a certain energy or if it had a certain look to it, what does it look like? Is it like a little puppy? Is it like a ball of energy? Mm -hmm. What does it look
1: like for you? It looks like an erupting volcano with... Lava coming down the side of it, and it has not sinister, but it's got a smirk, and its eyes look like it's up to no good. Like Mm -hmm. it just looks like it's up to no good, but in a playful way, but not in a way that I want to play. Yes. Mm
2: -hmm. Great. Yeah. And let's just envision that this panic attack, this erupting a volcano, it's showing up like that. We're going to bring some neutrality to it. I know we're like, we're good. We don't need you. Yeah. (laughs) But also what if it's actually trying to serve you in some way? Like it's literally trying to be the thing that it is control in and of itself. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you felt like it were trying to
1: help you in some way, what is it trying to do for you? The first thing that comes to mind is that it's making me present in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's almost forcing me to be present in the moment. That makes sense to me because, like I said, it's usually when my mind is idle. When that happens Mm -hmm. and I start to worry about it happening, not so much that I'm safe and fine in the present, but Mm -hmm. goes to that thinking of I'm safe and fine. Uh Oh, but what if it starts to bubble up? Because that's how I describe it as like a bubbling up. Like, what if it starts to bubble up? And so Mm -hmm. I think that how it works for me is that it definitely brings me to the present, but irrationally. Yeah. Okay.
2: So it's almost like, thank you for showing me this moment. We're going to kind of like reroute its energy a little bit. So thank you for showing me this moment. And if when it starts to show up now, you're like, oh, now I see you, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have that moment of observation, like, oh, I see you. I see you showing me this moment Mm -hmm. and then we're going to get into what you do want in those moments because they're kind of nice to have moments of no thing. So we'll kind of get into like what you do want to be coming through in those moments of no thing and to give this erupting volcano its own place to go. Oh, I see you control. I see you coming up to show me the present moment. What could you see in that moment to assist it in morphing energy and shifting into something else? Might it shift into waterfalls, mm, right? right. Like what might it do that yeah. makes it
1: not the erupting volcano? So right away, what I see is instead of lava spewing out, it's like a bouquet of flowers. Oh, I yeah, love that. that's beautiful. <laughs> what does that symbolize to you? I love the colors. It kind of takes away from the dark colors of, and I love the reds and oranges and browns, but mm. that seems really dark to me because that's how I envision this volcano. It seems mm-hmm. like it's deep inside me. So it's dark, but the flowers, they're like color and life. And when I receive flowers or I see them, in the wild, they make me very happy. So Mm -hmm. I think that's what they symbolize.
2: Yeah, beautiful. Also, I'm curious if this connects for you. When I think of those flowers, I think of growth. I think of generation or regeneration. I think of pure potential. I think of the abundance around us and the pure potential that exists in anything able to grow. Yeah. So I'm curious about the present moment being a place of pure potential. And if we are in a place of control, we are not in that place of pure potential. I cannot control pure potential. Pure potential happens with me in sync with it, not me controlling it. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious if that resonates for you about those flowers being a place of pure potential.
1: Yeah, I think so. Potential and what I'm capable of because I was thinking about those flowers. And when you asked me that question about what they symbolize to me, I was thinking about the orchids I have here in my office. And I'm so proud of myself because I'm able to keep orchids alive and have them regrow. And I I know. (laughs) And that's important to me because I didn't consider myself as having a green thumb before that. I kind of would speak down on myself about, oh yeah, I can't keep plants alive. They have to be really low maintenance or something that I don't have to worry about. But my orchids to me represent like, oh my gosh, they're budding again. I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm capable. So that's also what it reminds me of. So I can understand what you mean by pure potential, because to me, it's okay. I do have the potential to do what I didn't think I could.
2: Yes. Beautiful. So now to get specific, when you have these moments that are not thinking about something, I think of no thing. What would you like to experience in those moments? Give me an example of when you have some downtime and when in the past, a panic attack might've wanted to rear itself that now,
1: what would you like to be occurring in that time? So I give an example of when I walk my dog, we have all these trails around our house and there are some beautiful, beautiful trails and just the vision of what some of these trails look like. And I'm talking about with the trees and the shade and the sun maybe coming through the leaves just right. Or off in the distance, you see the sun is setting through the clouds and the rays are coming through and you can hear the birds chirping and it's just this gorgeous scene. Mm -hmm. But right now, not every time. But sometimes I'll be in that space, my mind is idle and just appreciating nature, but then I start to physically feel some of those symptoms of anxiety. And so what I want no thing to look like for me is to be able to sit in those moments mm-hmm. and just be able to breathe in that air and take in the vision of that's around me and be present in that feeling of gratitude and joy that it really does bring. I am very Mm -hmm. much an introverted person. I don't mind being in my headspace normally. I -hmm. don't mind being just me or just sitting in nature like that. So I know that the potential is there and I'm happy to be back in that space. I just Mm -hmm. don't want it to be riddled with is this going to be the time that i'm going to start to get those physical symptoms of anxiety.
2: Mhm. Mhm. Beautiful. Okay. And just tell me a little bit about a couple of those physical symptoms of anxiety.
1: Yeah. So, it starts to feel like heart racing, hot, sweaty, a real feeling of worry. Sometimes if it gets really bad, it's been a while since it's gotten this bad, but sometimes if it gets really bad, i worry that i may Pass out, things will get very hazy. I get tired, which is interesting. It's almost like I have this, like a shakiness, and my heart's racing, but I feel fatigued by it. And I just want to lay down and get in my safe space, which is my home. When it gets really bad, it's the haziness, like I can't think straight. I feel like my mind's floating somewhere, and it's the heart racing, it's the hot and sweaty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank
2: you. And then one more thing is how does it feel to receive some messages around control? Like that which is for me is for my highest good.
1: I love that. I love the idea of being able to see this in a way that is for my highest good. Because mm-hmm. I know that everything is for a reason, and I have some ideas mm-hmm. as to what the reason is for this, whether it's to help others who might be going through something similar and helping guide Mm -hmm. others while I'm on my own journey with it. But I also personally want to see how this is for my highest and best good.
2: Yeah. And also just the sense of that, which is out of our control that we can perhaps rest a bit more into the space of I'd call it pure potential because when we're in that space of pure potential expansive, expansive, versus contractive, mm-hmm. right? The heart racing, the worry, it's all that contraction into the fight or flight space mm-hmm. in that space of expansiveness in that space of no thing of pure potential where anything is possible. Anything being possible is safe when I surrender to releasing control over it, knowing that that which will be for me will be in some space for my best and highest good. Sounds good. Okay, I just want to make sure whatever we're saying, you're in agreement, you're on board, you're yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think we've got some good stuff. Anything else? I don't think so. I'm in your hands.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And I'm in yours. (laughs) Have you noticed that no matter how hard you try to release attachments, heal traumas, and change your life, you still feel as if you don't belong? There is a reason and a solution for this. Join award winning actor, comedian, and best selling author Kyle Cease. And learn how to immerse yourself in a new way of being at From Lonely to Free, a weekend workshop, May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org/slash thrive.
2: So what we're going to go through right now is just a little bit about what hypnosis is and isn't, like I mentioned, because you and I together are new to this together. And so we're familiar with what we're actually doing here and also demystifying some of the things that I think people might have gotten about hypnosis from like a show or something. Yeah, Um, So basically what's interesting is you're not going to actually feel like, quote unquote, hypnotized and you're not really going to be out of control here at all. Have you ever seen a hypnosis show? Yes. Okay. So what did you
1: notice about that show? (laughs) (laughs) So it was actually at the Del Mar Fair, the San Diego County Fair. And you have participants up on the stage and you've got the hypnotist and the people seem like they've fallen asleep, yet they're still responding to what the hypnotist says. And it's things like bark like a dog or every time I say this word, you're going to scream something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) why do you think those people were volunteering to go up and do that? I think there might be a couple of reasons. I think one curiosity, I think two, they probably don't believe that there's someone that could be hypnotized or maybe three, they want to see if it's true or not.
2: Yeah, definitely. All good reasons. So the interesting thing about that is, it seems like they had some agreement about going up there. And the thing about hypnosis is that, like, in reality, you are in control. All hypnosis is Mm self-hypnosis. And so anything that someone was going up on that stage to do, they were in agreement with as well in an interesting way. (laughs) Yeah. And so you're basically going to be in control this whole time. At no point are you going to lose control or blank out or forget anything. Part of my training, interestingly enough, was to watch a show like that. And actually see at one point when one of the people probably didn't want to just dance when... The guy tapped their shoulder. And so they got out of it and they just had them leave the stage because they were just not doing it anymore. But that's the thing. It's like, you're in agreement with it. You're in control of it. And it really is just as simple as this, if you will, with me, just like closing your eyes and just hearing my voice. And that's it. That's what hypnosis really feels like. It Sounds good. sometimes we think it's like we're going into some state, but that you might feel relaxed. It's really just about it. Again, it really lies in your subconscious mind. That's what's making the changes. And I'm just your guide. And this state is no different than waking. So just for us to be in agreement that you'll be in control throughout the entire session and you'll hear everything. Sounds good. I
1: agree. Okay,
2: perfect. (laughs) So with that, you're really using your imagination. Hypnosis is an awake and aware state and the body is really following the mind. So we're going to do like a little example of that right here. Okay, kind of fun. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. Okay. And with your eyes closed, just imagine you are sitting in one of your favorite places in your home. You can hear familiar sounds in your home, see familiar things. And you just see yourself getting up and walking over to your refrigerator. You open the door of your refrigerator. You listen to the sound as the rubber separates from the metal. You see the light come on and feel the cool air coming out. And You notice there's something there that wasn't there before. It's a bowl of bright, ripe yellow lemons. You reach out and grab a lemon, and you feel the coolness of the lemon in your hand, the bumpiness of the rind, and you walk over to a place to cut that lemon. You take out your favorite cutting utensil and slice that lemon right in half, seeing the juices run down it and smell the freshness. And then you take that lemon and you cut it in half one more time into a wedge, taking that wedge into your hand, picking it up and taking it to your mouth. Take a nice, big, juicy bite. Feeling the juices and the tartness. And when you're ready, I invite you to open your eyes. What was that
1: like for you? That was really interesting. I found myself changing some things a little bit when you had mentioned cutting the lemon. I had cut it, if you're holding the lemon top to bottom vertically, I cut it. In the middle of that horizontally. And then when you mentioned a wedge, I quickly cut it the other way. (laughs) You adapted. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice anything sensory? Did you notice anything with your taste buds or anything like that? When you mentioned taking a bite of the lemon, my thought was, oh no, it's going to be sour. And I did feel a little bit of my salivary glands. right in the back. Yeah, Yeah, make a feeling Mm -hmm. that they release saliva or something. It was like a little bit of a tingle there. (laughs) But I felt the cool air when I opened the fridge. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. when you mentioned feeling the lemon, I was able to feel it because I know what it feels like. So yeah, it was very much like I could picture myself there in every part of that. Exercise.
2: That's fantastic. Yeah. And that's the beauty of this is hypnosis works so well because it's creating thoughts so realistic. The body is reacting biochemically.
1: Oh, awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's sort of just a little demonstration of that. So now we're just going to do a couple of fun experiments for your subconscious, your unconscious mind. Okay. And the first one is called the book and the balloon. So I'm going to ask you just to stretch your arms forward like zombie arms and to turn your right hand upright. Good. And now just to close your eyes, and we're going to see that right now I am placing into that right hand a really big, heavy encyclopedia right now. And when I place that in that hand, it just feels so heavy. That arm is just so heavy that it wants to lower and it chooses to lower because it's so heavy with that encyclopedia. And then now around the left arm, I'm tying a string attached to a helium balloon. And that left arm is just going to feel so light. It feels so much better than that heavy right arm because it's light. It desires to lift and it chooses to lift so light, maybe even one more balloon around Around it because it just wants to lift it's so light with that helium balloon as I place in the right hand one more encyclopedia right here feeling even heavier it's just so heavy it wants to lower even more it desires to lower it chooses to lower and now as you open your eyes you can see that difference from one <laughs> arm to the other so you can take your arms down now. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> As again, it's, Yeah, it's just the in agreement, the power of suggestion with the mind and what we experience. We're going to do one more. Just just to show that you can get into that state of hypnosis, even with your eyes open. Do you want to see what that's like? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is a finger vice. And what we're going to do is you're going to clasp your hands together, including those thumbs and then outstretch the pointer fingers. Okay. Okay, beautiful. So you can pull them apart a little bit. Okay, so you keep your hands like that. And I am going to place a metal vise around those fingers, clamping them down. So now, as I turn it, those fingers are going to get really tight, just closer and closer together. So tight, they're just really going to get so close that they have to touch because it's so tight.
3: What there. the heck?
2: <laughs> Mind you all, I am not in the same room as Laura.
1: I'm like watching, I'm like, what? Stop doing that. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. So you're in agreement, your body feels safe for those to come together and your mind is uh, experiencing that tightness. So again, it's just a a fun way to see how you are open to the suggestion of hypnosis. All right. So we're good. We can get into your comfortable seat now. I am going to put some music on and we're going to dive right into our hypnosis for you. Sounds good. You're welcome to lay down. There'll be a couple of moments where I ask you a couple of questions of agreement where you may nod your head. So it's nice if I can see your face so I can see that. Yeah, great. And I'll start the music. Okay. I just wanna make sure for you that the sound of the music and the sound of my voice is a good level. And if the music's, okay, if the music's too loud, I can turn it down. Unless you feel like it's okay. Okay, great. So I wanna make sure it's comfortable for you. Yeah, good, beautiful. And We'll get started as you just lie back and relax with your eyes closed. In a very few moments, you're going to be more relaxed than you've ever known yourself to be. I'm going to mention certain parts of your body, and as I do, I want you to just feel that part begin to relax. Just feel that part just begin to relax. In order to help you relax, I want you to imagine yourself in a wonderfully magical forest. It's almost nighttime, and the sky is a beautiful indigo blue. The stars are coming out and the moon is lighting up the rich forest trees. Off in the distance, you hear the hypnotic sounds of a bubbling brook and the crickets seem to be lulling you to sleep. And as you lie motionless, you begin noticing a wonderfully white light just above your head. This white light is the most relaxing light you could imagine. And as it begins to lower around the crown of your head, you seem to be touched with a desire and willingness to relax deeper and deeper with every breath you take. Continuing to lower now, it begins to touch the forehead and as it does, I want you to feel all the little frown lines, all the little worry lines in the forehead just seem to disappear. The forehead smooths out, feels so relaxed and you feel this relaxing light coming around the eyes. Now the eyelids seem to become very, very heavy. So heavy, they don't even seem to want to open. They may flutter a little bit, but that's okay. Just feel how heavy they are. And as the relaxation comes down around the facial muscles now, all the little muscles in the facial area just begin to relax. Relaxation comes further down around the mouth now. And all the hundreds of little muscles around the mouth just start to relax so much so that the lower jawbone becomes heavy and the teeth part. The mouth may even open up a little bit with relaxation as you continue deeper and deeper relaxed. Feel this relaxation now around the lower jawbone and behind the ears so that all the little nerve endings behind the ears just seem to relax as you continue deeper and deeper and even deeper. The relaxation goes to the back of the neck now, down around the shoulders. So much tension seems to go to our shoulders. But now you feel the shoulders just begin to relax. You can even feel them drop a little. The relaxation seems to go to the backbone now. And as it goes down the spinal column, it seems to go out to the sides so that every muscle, every nerve, and every fiber in the back just seems to relax. The relaxation seems to come now to the small of the back and around the bottom. This warm sense of relaxation comes to the back of the thigh now and into the hollow of the knee, around the calf of the leg, around the heel to the bottom of the foot and each and every toe just relaxes even more and more as you go deeper deeper and even deeper calm very peaceful very relaxed And now, if necessary, allow yourself to shift your body however you need in order to become even more comfortable and become even more and more relaxed. We are going to proceed to relax the rest of you now, starting with the throat muscles. Feel the throat muscles just start to relax. The relaxation comes down the fronts of the shoulders, down the upper arm, over the elbow, down the forearm, to the hand, and each and every finger just relaxes more, and more, and more, as you go deeper, deeper, and deeper relaxed, just relaxing, doing so very, very well now as you continue to relax feel the relaxation now coming back to the throat muscles down into the chest and all the muscles and organs within the chest now just begin to relax this relaxation continues down to the stomach area and all the muscles and organs within the stomach just seem to relax This warm sensation of relaxation goes down into the thighs, over the knees, down the shin bone. Across the instep of the foot and into the foot itself, and each and every toe just relaxes more and more as you go deeper and deeper. Relax deeper and you continue deeper and even deeper calm. Very, very relaxed now i want you to imagine yourself standing in this forest and at the base of the feet is a beautiful stone stairway that leads downward into a very safe valley of relaxation the staircase will lead you into a profound state of deep deep hypnosis we're going to go down these stairs now and as i count backwards from 10 to 0 each number will take you even deeper and deeper and even deeper when you are ready to go down these stairs simply nod your head please That's right, very good. 10, take the first step down. Nine, deeper, deeper. Eight, way down now. Seven, deeper, deeper. Six, deeper, feeling very relaxed. Five, deeper, deeper. Four, you're going into a deep state of hypnosis now. Three, going deeper. Two, relax to even move, feeling very calm. One. At the next number, you will enter this beautiful place of peace and tranquility called deep, deep hypnosis. More relaxed and peaceful than you've ever known yourself to be. Is that okay with you? Nod your head, please. Wonderful. Zero. In a moment, I'm going to count from one to three. With each number I count, your eyelids will become heavier and heavier. At the count of three, you'll find that you can't open your eyes, even if you try. You'll find with a little bit of delight, you simply cannot open them. One, two, three don't even try anymore they're just too heavy the eyelids are returning to normal now in a moment I'm going to count from one to five with each number I count your right arm will get heavier and heavier so heavy in fact that when you try to lift it won't go up just too heavy one two three four five concentrate on your right arm notice how heavy it is so very heavy go ahead and try and find out with a little bit of delight that it just won't lift it's just too heavy That's okay, it's too much work. It's just too heavy. The arm is returning to normal now. Now I want you to imagine that there is a string tied around your left wrist and attached to the other end of that string is a large, bright red, beautiful helium balloon floating up, up to the sky. As I count from one to three, your left arm will lift and go higher with that beautiful balloon. One, two, three, feeling so very light, beautiful. And when you're ready to make this change, just allow the arm to drop back to your lap by your side, sending you 10 times deeper than you are even now. That's right. It is safe to be in the mind space of no thing you find it easy to be in the space where your mind is not thinking of anything you experience times when your mind isn't busy and you enjoy those space and times of nothing but the space of the mind is safe You eliminate the need to control what happens. You eliminate the belief that you need to be in control as it's okay. You see the present moment as a gift. You see yourself going for walks on beautiful paths you hear yourself just talking to yourself in your own mind you feel yourself calm spacious just enjoying the present moment and the nature around you Enjoying the trees and the trails and the shade, perhaps the sun setting, just seeing how gorgeous it is around you and being in your idle mind. It's possible for you to feel safe in these idle moments of the mind. You learn that your mind just being is a safe place. You believe it's possible for your mind to just be. You release the belief that this idle space will send you towards anxiety or panic. You reject the need and desire to be in control. It's important for you, for your mind to feel free to just be motivated by the desire to have open space for your mind and to be in the present moment. You're driven to feel calm and safe. You have the virtue of calm. It's unimportant to fill your mind with things fill your mind with distraction. It's irrelevant to be in control. It's meaningless to move towards anxiety or panic. As you're filled with calm, you are someone who is present in the very moment. Are capable. You are proud of yourself. You are capable of what you are able to do, like growing orchids. You are capable of wonderful things. And that capability exists in the space of pure potential. And pure potential exists in any given moment. As you recognize that is not yours to control on this beautiful life journey. And you recognize that you are able to receive exactly what is for your greatest and highest good. And as a human being, You receive the whole spectrum of human experience, freedom, laughter, presence. And it's okay to sometimes feel worry. It's okay to sometimes wish we could control certain things. It's okay for sometimes to feel sad. Those things are normal parts of the human existence, and there is no reason to eliminate them. As you recognize now that moment, when you begin to feel those physical sensations that in the past might have led you towards anxiety or panic, you see them from a distance as if you are observing outside of yourself what looks like an erupting volcano might have a bit of a smirk perhaps it feels like it's up to no good it's also a bit playful and you recognize these moments these signals in your body have shown up in the past like the heart racing the worry tiredness and desiring to go to the safe space and if that shows up, it's okay. You feel yourself becoming curious. You see yourself observing the volcano as if it's outside of you and you are watching it. And you might even think it in that moment of being a gift to you that brings you right into the present moment. And you see it in this field of pure potential begin to transmute the energy into a beautiful bouquet of flowers Those colors of red, orange, and browns transmute into the beautiful spectrum of colors in this flower bouquet. The yellows, the purples, the greens. The greens that exist in nature. The colors of life. And this beautiful bouquet of flowers represents your truth, your happiness. This beautiful bouquet of flowers reminds you of your pure potential present in this moment. Bringing some thankfulness to this volcano that desired to show up to help you in some way. To bring you present to the moment, to bring you to this gift of this bouquet of flowers, perhaps even seeing this bouquet through the beautiful tree of life that is your lungs, this beautiful bouquet that exists within your lungs, that helps touch upon those spaces of grief but also desire control, gifting those spaces even right within your lungs, the ability to release, ride the waves of feeling, ride the waves of grief, ride the waves of worry right into the ocean of pure potential where everything exists, including happiness. And if you were to try to control those moments, you would keep yourself from receiving the beauty that life has for you, as you recognize you are not meant to control everything, and that volcano is not meant to control anything volcano does not control you and that volcano does not control your life Those little moments where perhaps your heart began to race is showing you the beautiful aliveness that is your heart beat that is your beingness and your ability to feel all things as that brings you right to the present moment in the beautiful bouquet of flowers right within your lung space as you bring your focus to a certain color A purple, a yellow, these vibrant colors that show you regeneration, rebirth, the potential of growth, and how capable and proud you are of yourself and what is available to you and what you are capable of. And now as you see yourself walking a path, walking the dog on the nature trails, even if these beginnings wish to show themselves of the heart racing or that haziness or the feeling of passing out or the tired, you notice how immediately just with the breath, just with the vision of the volcano, it right away morphs into the bouquet of flowers and all these beautiful colors of life morphs into the beautiful sense of your breath healing you right from within through the lung space Drifting from grief into love. Noticing those as two sides of the same coin. Moving this bouquet right into the heart space of receiving love, receiving love from source, receiving love from your guides. Noticing with every breath how you are supported. And that is exactly why you do not need to be in control as being in control is meaningless. And you release the belief that it's important to be in control as it becomes important to surrender. You surrender to divine guidance. You surrender to your guides surrender to that beautiful space of no thing where you can receive divine guidance and allow it to flow through every cell of your being supporting you in living your pure potential your soul's growth Knowing that that which is for you is for your highest good. As you release control over it. And allow any of those worries to be received by your guides to provide for you for your best and highest good. You are trusting. You're proud of yourself and your capabilities. You are confident in receiving that which is for you. You are able to go with the flow. Your character is present. Your existence is love. Your status is grateful for the present moment. and soon when it's time for you to leave this space and you move into your day today you will notice that any of those little triggers within the body guide you right into gratitude guide you right into a smile on your face as you can sit with the volcano and allow it to beautifully morph into the bouquet of flowers that fills your lungs like the tree of life and shifts into that connection within your heart that connects you with source and your guides and the highest good thankful moment to moment, bringing you present and allowing you come to a place of peace of no mind to receive the guidance and messages for your highest good in a moment i'm going to count from one to five with each number i count you'll come 20 percent of the way back into the room back to wakeful awareness feeling wonderful and refreshed One, beginning to notice a sensation in a hand or a foot. Two, noticing sounds in the room, perhaps sounds outside. Three, take a nice, big, deep breath in. Four, take a nice, big stretch. Five eyes open, wide aware, feeling wonderful and refreshed. Welcome back.
1: Wow. <laughs> it's um it's amazing how like awake I feel. I felt like I was going in and out of conscious and, and almost like falling asleep. What is that? Theta? <laughs> Yes, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I had to go back and like, oh, do I have to pay attention to what she's saying? Did I miss anything? Yeah. I'm sure it's all coming in. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: you're always receiving it through that
1: subconscious.
2: So that's oh, perfect. that's perfect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had some pretty cool like sensations throughout my body, especially towards the end there. My whole body just had the sensation of relaxation, like extra, even though we were coming towards the end. That was really neat.
2: Yeah, well, and the beauty is you have the recording. You do not need to listen to the recording again. Sometimes people find it enjoyable to do so. So you're welcome to, but it's not necessary, although it's kind of nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, thank you.
2: Um, you're welcome. And it's had this experience. So it's nice to kind of let it just settle into your subconscious. There's nothing else you really need to do. Okay. And I like to check in just a week later, a week after this just to see how it's going and what your experience is.
1: Yeah, wonderful. Well, so what if somebody wanted to use this episode as sort of like a guided meditation? How would you advise that? So there is the ability to have like group hypnosis or sort of like
2: a, not, I don't know what the right word is, like a not personalized hypnosis. Sure. Generic. generic? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What I found to be so impactful and so effective is that I am literally speaking directly to you, what you said to me. Mm -hmm. So this was very intimate about your experience. And so someone else who might be experiencing something, similar. Similar to you, their experience is different. It's not exactly the same. And mm-hmm. I think what is most effective is that you're going to best receive that which you are in congruence with. Mm-hmm. And so what I gave you was what you are in congruence with, with me. And then another difference about working with me, and I kind of call it rapid recoding hypnosis mm-hmm. is that, you know, as an intuitive, I'm also seeing and understanding the energy that lies underneath the surface that we are experiencing. Because I know you, I dove into some of that in the recording, which if you go back and listen, you might hear, but it's going beneath the surface. And with some people's hypnoses, we are definitely linking up with that because some of what we're experiencing isn't just about this moment. Sometimes it goes back to childhood. Sometimes it goes back to certain individuals in childhood, or I would say even past lives or like the depth of our soul's experience. We're not just doing the surface or this moment, we're getting in there. Yeah, like excavating. So I would say by all means, this is going to be public. Feel free to engage in this and go through it yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I would say if you really want your own rapid recoding for yourself to have your own experience that we can co-create and then you are receiving exactly
1: what it is for you. That's fantastic. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah, of course. Stephanie, did yeah. you want to share how people can get in touch with you? Yes. On my website,
2: I am offering a uh, 15 minute complimentary free clarity sessions. And so if you're feeling like you have something like insomnia, anxiety, PTSD, even motivation for some people, it's just like a lack of doing, right? Mm-hmm. There's like a variety of ways in which hypnosis can help. Of course, things like weight loss, smoking cessation as well. I find, I tend to work more with like the emotional stuff that we're experiencing or if we want something, but we have resistance. So helping with that resistance block, come meet with me so we can get to know each other and then see if hypnosis is the path you want to take.
1: My website is just stephaniezito.com. So pretty easy to find. Oh, perfect. And I'll make sure all of that is in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. I'm excited to check back in with you and let you know how it's going. So thank, thank you.
2: you. Absolutely. You're welcome. Thank you. It's really nice to share this with your community too. Thank
1: you. And that was another episode of a Guided Life podcast. To connect with me via my socials or for links to my book titled Guided or my card deck called From Your Spirit Guides, please visit my Linktree site at linktr.ee forward slash guidedwest. Thanks so much for tuning in and until next time, love and light always.